Hey guys, welcome to the video. So today I'm gonna do a quick little ARC Music Festival 2023 AMA. I asked you guys what questions do you have about this festival and you submitted some really good ones. So I'm gonna be touching on those today as well as giving you some set recommendations now that we have the set times already, which is crazy. So that is what you are in for in today's video. Uh, if you guys are new here, I would love it if you would give this video a thumbs up if you enjoy it and definitely hit the subscribe button down below to come join the family over here. With all that said, let's dive into your questions. So first and foremost, you asked what is the weather like for ARC? So it is a Labor Day weekend festival in Chicago. In years prior, it's been pretty hot. Uh, we had good weather the first two years of this festival, which was nice. So definitely dress accordingly for a summer festival. Um, it is rain or shine. We did get a little bit of rain last year. Um, I think I threw a poncho on at one point. But yeah, for the most part, it's definitely on the warmer side. And we've had good weather, which is good. So just make sure you're preparing for any weather, no matter what happens. Somebody asked, what's the best way to get to Union Park for ARC Music Festival since there's no on-site parking? What would you recommend? So in years prior, we stayed in the city. I stayed near the theater district one time and we just took public transportation and it is so easy. It's one of my biggest pros of this festival is how easy it is to get to like compared to so many other festivals where you're dealing with like traffic and all this crazy stuff. If you just take the train, it's just a couple stops depending on where you're at and it's super easy. It literally drops you off directly next to the festival and then you can like walk right in so i would recommend taking public transportation you can do rideshare for sure i feel like rideshare going there um definitely an easy option for sure leaving again if you're leaving at the end of the festival when everybody is emptying out it obviously can be tricky to get a car and then you might be sitting in some traffic so i would recommend public transportation um how is the crowd size so Honestly, this isn't too big of a festival, so it is pretty manageable, which is nice. There are a couple different stages. I would say, you know, when you get towards the end of the night and you are at some of the bigger sets, like the main headliners at main stage, it definitely gets like a little bit crowded, but it's still pretty manageable and it's easy to get from stage to stage. Uh, if you guys wanna hang on like the sides, or the back, that's definitely a good option. The Elro tent gets very packed, especially towards the end of the night. Even in VIP, like you're standing pretty close to each other. So that's the only thing, like towards the end of the night, it does get like pretty crowded at all of the stages. So again, you might just wanna hang towards the sides or towards the back, but overall people are really respectful at this festival. I've never had an issue with anyone in the crowd. Um, it's like a nice age range as well at ARC, which is good. So I feel like it's a pretty manageable crowd, which is really nice. The next question is, did you take ride share to the afters? So yes, this is totally up to your prerogative. The festival ends around, I believe, 10 p.m., which is very early. So naturally, go to the afters. <laughs> There's so many options all over the city, which is really nice. What we always did was we would go regroup. So we would leave the festival. I would get the train back to our hotel. Our friends would all like book in the same hotel together. And then we would kind of like change pregame. Maybe we would get to the afters at like 11, 1130. So we would definitely take Ubers to the afters. But some people might want to go straight from the festival to the afters if that's your jam. Other times you might just want to change and kind of like regroup. So I would personally recommend doing that. Um, just get home safely first. 
and we never had really like any issues doing rideshare to the afters from our hotel. Somebody asked what are the lines like getting into the festival. I've never experienced any bad lines. I worked both years, so I had a media pass for the first year and for the second year, so I did go in through a different entrance, but for the most part, I was getting there around 2 p.m. when the festival opened or like 3 p.m. very early because I wanted to take advantage of the whole day. So it was never really bad getting in there. And again, for the most part, I felt like this was a very manageable festival. So the lines moved pretty quickly. I never really saw anything like super crazy as far as getting into ARC. So I don't think you're going to have too much um, issues with getting into the festival. How is cell service? I didn't really have any issues with cell service. I feel like there might have been a couple spotty areas that were a little bit tricky, but overall I was able to get in touch with friends, so that was good. Um, they did have lockers available on site, which was really nice, but overall no main issues with cell service. I wouldn't complain about that at this festival. Food quality. So it is a smaller festival. I feel like there aren't that many options of food. Um, there's one section kind of behind the Elro tent in between that and the techno stage that I'm like forgetting the name of right now, <laughs> but, uh, there were a couple, couple food vendors over there and they also had food trucks as well. So like you had a couple different options. I got some really good deep dish pizza one day that was delicious. I got Island noodles. And then if you have the higher packages, so I think it's called the global package. That might be the highest one that food is included. It's like in this sectioned off area that you guys only have access to. Um, I got sushi in that area one day that was really good. So if you do pay the higher price for some of the other packages, um, you have some really nice food options back there as well. So that's, you know, included in the ticket that you get. Uh, an expansion stage. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I forgot the name of it for a second. What is the fashion like at ARC? Honestly, it's one of my favorite fashion festivals, I guess you could say. Like, it's just very cool. It's very, like, city chic. It can also be more on the casual side, again, because it's the birthplace of house music. So you have a lot of people who just, like, grew up with this kind of music, who are just like rolling through um, a lot of locals. So it could be anything from like really cool, edgy, like streetwear to, you know, a lot of black, a lot more casual outfits, but it's definitely not like candy plur rainbow vibes. They actually encur encourage you not to bring candy to the festival, which was a controversial thing last year. But um, yeah, I would say like if you still want to wear like a rave festival kind of outfit, you can. Some people dress like that, but I would go more on like the like edgier, cool kind of like style. Um, and I can post videos here and, and pictures. I do have um, previous videos from the last two years that I've gone before. So last year, for example, I wore like uh, biker shorts that had a really cool like red and black and white pattern with a matching top. Uh, I've worn like a skirt set. I even wore like a pink and white dress last year with some like really high platforms. So you do have options. It really is like how you want to express yourself. Um, but I would just say like it's not the EDC type festival where you should go over the top like crazy, <laughs> crazy vibrant festival outfit. Um, what to wear to the afters. So it depends on the venue that you're going to because some of them are club venues and then some of them are like really big like concert venues like Radius, which is a massive, massive space. So depends on where you're going, but I would say same thing applies. Like you could probably go more 
on the casual side. I wore a lot of black. Um, I wore these really cool like joggers and these crop tops. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely dressed more like uh, streetwear kind of style and stuff that I was comfortable in because I just wanted to like dance and chill at the end of the night. Okay, best tips for first timers. So throwing a bunch at you, I would say explore all the stages. There's not that many, there's only four stages. You have the grid, which is the main stage, the Elro tent, which is a different theme every year. It's like a fully immersive experience. It's really, really, really fun. You have the expansion stage and the arc car stage. Go explore all of them. See a set at every single one of them. It's not that hard. Again, it's not that big of a festival. So see a set at every single stage. Go early for the openers, 100%. The openers are fire so much incredible talent again this lineup is very like it's so well curated it's so different and unique and it shows so many different sides and subgenres of house and techno you have massive international artists you have local chicago house djs you have artists who pioneered you know detroit techno like it's just so incredible so don't sleep on the early artists or if there are names you don't know look them up on spotify because chances are they're probably like a fucking legend in the chicago house music scene and you just were completely unaware <laughs> so please go see the early sets um i would say bring a hydration pack or a refillable water bottle because there are free water refill stations here and it can get hot so definitely make sure you're staying hydrated get some merch i have regrets about last year <laughs> i regret not getting the bomber jacket i'm still salty about it till this day because i'm not going this year but the merch is fire. I live in my ARC sweatshirt all the time. It's so comfortable. I have an ARC bucket hat, but they had this bomber jacket that was absolutely fire and I'm still mad that I didn't buy it. So go get the merch. It sells out quickly too. So go on the first day and grab that bomber jacket and buy me one, please. <laughs> uh, other than that, um, do the after parties. Like I mentioned, the festival ends at 10 p.m., which is so fucking nice. We, last year, we did an after party every single day. <laughs> like it was a lot, but we did an after party every day. We did a lot of radius last year, but Spy Bar was cool the year before. So definitely make sure you're getting tickets to things, checking out the after parties, doing the different venues. And then lastly, this is debatable. Everyone feels differently about this because you don't want to miss like a single second of the last sets, especially when it's like Eric Prid's hollow set or Adam Bayer back to back to D. Like totally understand wanting to stay till the end. I'm a girly that likes to leave a couple minutes early, if not like 10 to 15 minutes before the show ends. It gets packed on the train. So last year, for example, Everyone like kind of wanted to stay and we were like, guys, I'm telling you, like, let's go get on the train. It was still completely packed, like the cars were full and the festival hadn't even fully emptied out yet. So if you're somebody who likes to just like be snappy and get out of there before it's like an absolute cluster, I would leave a couple minutes, if not like a half an hour before the festival ends, especially if you're going to an after like you're going to go see more sets and a lot of these artists are playing again at the afters. So I would personally recommend leaving a little bit before, especially if you're trying to call an Uber or something like that. All right. And last up, let's talk set times since we have them. So if I was going this year, this is who I would be personally going to see. Um, so starting on Friday, if I was going early, I would probably go see Escuche at the Elro stage or I'd go see Hiroka, uh, back-to-back -back DJ Minx 
absolute legends, local legends as well. So that would be really cool. Then I would recommend... This is where it gets tough. <laughs> There's already conflicts. Kristoff back-to-back Frankie Waugh is probably who I would go to next because I really want to see Frankie Waugh, um, both awesome house artists. Tin Liquor, non-negotiable for me. Tin Liquor is one of my favorite artists. I love them so much. Absolutely beautiful live. And it's like an earlier set. It's 4 to 5 p.m. I would be at Tin Liquor, um, but I would recommend Sam Divine as well. She's absolutely fire. I'd probably go see James Hype because I love his music and he's really fun to watch DJing and it's a more like party kind of vibe for him. So he's fantastic. But Amphisa Let Yago is incredible if you guys are into techno. Um, Adam Bayer as well, like can't go wrong there. So that whole conflict is brutal. But I'd probably, I'll wrap this up at the end. I'd probably go to James Hype. Boris Breha, non-negotiable, would definitely be at him. He played last year as well. Um, we went to his after party too at Radius and it was fantastic, but there's just like nobody like Boris and his music's super special. So I would be at Boris. And then for me personally, I'm staying at Eric, like I'm not leaving that stage. Like Adam Bayer into Boris Breha, actually, excuse me, Tin Liquor into Adam Bayer into Boris Breha into Eric Burtz Presents Hollow is fucking ridiculous. Like that is insane. This is what I'm talking about, Ark. If you guys are, if we're on the same wavelength, like you get it. If you know, you know. This is crazy. Like, this doesn't happen at a lot of festivals. So I probably wouldn't leave the main stage this day, which is crazy. But if you've never seen a hollow stage, I'm having trouble even getting the words out. Like, you need to see it. It's the most insane visual experience. No one does it like Eric Prids. And to be on the grid, like the main stage, that's going to be ridiculous. They've had Prids play every single year of ARC and I go to every single set because he's my favorite. Saturday, um, Saturday, this is tricky. I don't know too many of the names of the first set, so I would definitely check those out just to see like who I would be feeling. And if I didn't see a Scooche the day before, I'd go see him this day. Um, DJ Lady D actually Eli Brown is one of the most exciting artists to me right now. I feel like he's absolutely crushing it. All of his tracks that have been coming out lately have been popping off. So I would definitely be seeing Eli Brown. Um, but we love Dombrowski in this house. We are Dombrowski fans. I wore his jersey to ARC last year. <laughs> so he would be great. And then across the board, Blessed Madonna is iconic. And Mike Dunn, back-to-back Terry Hunter, like that's also iconic. Uh, after Eli Brown, though, I would probably catch a little bit of Patrick Topping because he's amazing. And then Hot Since 82. Um, I haven't seen him since ARC 2021. He played the first ARC. And again, Patrick and Hot Since 82, two of my favorite. Um, they're more along the, like, the tech house kind of side of things. So those would be amazing. And then Fatboy Slim absolute legend he played the Elro tent last year it was my first time seeing him and it was so fun he surpassed my expectations and more he was absolutely fabulous so I'd probably go see him again because now he's playing the main stage um and then I'd probably end my night with John Summit because I'm a huge John Summit fan and I've been waiting for him to play ARC so when I say it hurts me that I can't go this year it just know it hurts me <laughs> because there are so many sets I had been waiting to happen at ARC the last two years that are happening this year, one of which being Eric Pritt's Hollow Show and another being John Summit because he's from Chicago and he's playing his hometown. So that's going to be super special. 
Um, but the Elro stage is fantastic. You know, Gene Farris, Alario, Alicante, like really great artists there. Dennis Cruz. And then the Fisher B3B with Loco Dice and Nick Fansuli is also really, really dope. So like, honestly, if I had a choice, it'd probably be between John Summit and the Fisher B3B at Expansions. And then you also have a surprise set at the Arc Car for an hour and a half. So a lot of these sets are longer, which is really nice because Oris Presents, the event producers, understand that House and Techno needs more time. So most of these are 90-minute sets or two-hour sets. We see you. We appreciate you for doing that. Okay, I said this was going to be a short video, and then here I am popping off. <laughs> Here's the end uh, on Sunday. The last set times, you've got some to be announced for the first sets of the day. So that's really exciting. So again, go early. Um, otherwise, Kevin Knapp, I would probably be going to see. Floor Shore has been on my radar. I've really, really liked her. I discovered her through the ARC lineup. Um, but Miss Monique has been one of my like favorite up-and-coming artists. Like I absolutely love her. She's popping off in the progressive house scene right now and is like, don't sleep on her because her playing a 3 to 4 p.m. set like she's played main stages across the world and she's going to be an absolute headliner playing like the last set of the night very, very soon. So go see Miss Monique. Um, Kyle Walker is an amazing tech house artist, but Carlita back to back Chloe Calais, I feel like would be chef's kiss. So I'd probably go to Kevin Knapp, Miss Monique, the Carlita back to back Chloe set. And then after that... The Ame back-to-back Dixon, because I haven't seen either of them, and I feel like that would be really iconic. But um, Derek Carter and Mochak would also be great at the expansion stage. Um, I've been really, really into Mochak within the past year, and I haven't seen him yet, I don't think. So I do. I would really want to go see him for the first time. Um, Peggy Goo is absolutely fantastic. And then Wade. Wade is crushing it on the, like, the tech house scene. Um, I would definitely be popping over to see him because the Elro stage is one of my favorite stages to be at. So I want to get like enough time at that stage. And then the last set of the day is brutal. <laughs> like Tale of Us versus Vintage Golder, Black Coffee and Hiroko. Like that's a tough choice. But I would personally be going to Tale of Us. This was the other one that like hurt my soul that they're finally playing this festival because they've become one of my favorite artists as well. And also with like the most insane visual production that they do. Um, it's super special, you guys. So I would be at the grid seeing Tale of Us, although Vintage Culture is one of my favorite producers. He's amazing. And then you have Black Coffee, who's absolutely iconic. So you really can't go wrong with with a lot of these options and again the sets are longer so if you are conflicted you could go see an hour of one and 45 minutes of another like you can pop around and definitely like make it work um it just will get very very crowded for those like last two sets of the day at each of those stages so you might want to like pick a pick a stage and post up there but anyway you guys that is everything you need to know about arc music festival 2023 if you have any other questions, definitely let me know down below in the comments. Again, if you are going, have the best time. Feel free to check out my vlogs from the last two years so you can get a feeling for what it's like, what the stages are like, where things are located, all of that. I will link my vlogs down below um, along with my review of ARC, which is up on my podcast from last year. So hope you guys enjoyed this. Give it a thumbs up if you did, and I will see you in my next video. Bye, guys.